It almost looks like you've got like a Pepsi Oh yeah. You blanket, yeah. A&M is sponsored by Pepsi, so. Oh, for real? Yep. Is that all you have on campus or something? Is Pepsi? Yeah, that's why I'm glad to not be on campus anymore. Yeah, you can actually have real drink like a Dr. Pepper. Or like H E B. Or yeah. <laughs> you can get twelve oh. of them suckers for two seventy five. That's uh, y'all. A, that's a deal and a half. Yeah, when you're a when you're a college student, you don't go after the expensive stuff, the real stuff. You go for the cheap stuff that tastes kinda like it. And you try to find one that's H E B is so close. good. All of them taste the exact same. I don't know how they do it. They have like a big red one. They have a I like the Shasta. One. The Shasta tried... ones are better. It's Shasta. Sha- it's Shasta, not Shasta. You Yankee. It's always been Yankee. Shasta. What are you calling Yankee? Shasta. Shasta. Sounds like a. Well, that sounds more like a European kind of thing. I'm Ryan. I like Pepsi and Shasta. I like Pepsi. Pepsi's gross. Now, if I had Dr. Pepper, Coke, and Pepsi, it'd be Dr. Pepper, then Coke, and Pepsi. But I'll still drink Pepsi. Everyone will drink Pepsi, but they don't. Yeah. No, so no there's a lot of people that don't. Drink I've Pepsi. seen you go to a gas station and select a Pepsi. Okay, but it was Cherry Pepsi. There's a difference. Cherry Pepsi no. is, is better. If you ever Sometimes select I... a Pepsi when you have other <laughs> options. Then I'm not a real Texan. No, you're, you're not just not a Texan. <laughs> you're a Yankee. Oh, okay. I see how it is. All right. I guess we better start talking about the actual things for a podcast. All right. Okay. All right. This game was probably the most exciting game I've watched uh, out of the Stars playoffs so far. What do you think? Uh, Not the most exciting. We did have an overtime Game 7 winner a few games ago, if you'll remember that, but... Yes, no, this I, was I a, completely forgot. <laughs> this was a very back-and-forth game, and it was fun to watch, especially between two good teams. Yeah, so I, I guess you could say that it was very evenly matched for most of the game. Now, there were, there were at points that the other team was dominating the other, and I felt like more parts of the game, Vegas dominated, and especially in that third period. I mean, they really took it to the Stars. And, you know, the shots on goal in that third period was 18 to 4. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we also know Vegas is just a team that's going to take every shot they get. So if they have a, cho- a choice between shoot and pass, they're going to shoot literally every single time. <laughs> and you know what? We outshot them in the overtime. <laughs> one shot. <laughs> it only took one shot. <laughs> only took one. <laughs> so they didn't score, and they didn't take a shot, and the one shot we took, it went in. All right, uh, let's break this game down today. All right, um, who do you think was the most important star of the game? Other than Hudobin, Jamie Ben. Our prediction came true. Jamie Ben turned on some beast mode stuff. He looked great. Defensive zone, offensive zone. He decided to start shooting again, which is great. So he looked awesome. And just like that hit that Reeves had on Ben at the beginning of game two, Ben had a big hit on Ryan Reeves, who, honestly, I didn't hear his name all night. He was out of the game, yeah. Especially in the third period, Vegas started running three lines, and they had completely benched the fourth line. So that shows you how little impact that they had in this game. In In their defense, they lost Nosek, too, right? I don't think he came back. Yeah, that was the reason why, but you would still run the line if they were doing something in the game. 
and and they just weren't. And they did put and uh, Peter DeBoer made a good decision in putting Chandler Stevenson between the two of those guys, uh, between Carrier and Reeves when they did go out there for the third period. But uh, you're right, you're right, and I think this is just more evidence that in the playoffs these running gun teams may be super exciting but they're not gonna win games most of the time well i think we got two pretty sound defensive teams going at it right now i think they finally broke the seal on both of the goalies it seems like well and you know speaking of uh goalies hudobin absolutely i believe stole this game and especially in the third period especially in the third period there were several chances that i was just like how on earth did that not go in how i i think i think the only game doby's played better is game two against calgary Mm -hmm. but other than that this was hudobin's best game so yeah he played outstanding and only he, really allowed one goal, in my opinion. So yeah, that second that's... goal was kind of meh. And... Well, both goals were really fluky too. If you think about it, so the Stars' goals were like super pretty and snipes and stuff and breakaways, and the Knights get a deflection off of a Fox's stick in the high slot, and then a goalie interference off of a guy's chest. <laughs> okay, so yeah, let's let's since now we're on that, let's go ahead and talk about that. So the Shot, I forgot who, I guess it was by Theodore, uh, and it ended up being Mark Stone's goal. Did you agree with the with the call on the ice that it was a confirmed goal? Because I think they confirmed it. They didn't just say it stood. They actually said, this is a confirmed goal. Well, obviously I don't, since I already bashed it. And <laughs> I saw <laughs> I saw the, uh, the statement on why it was a goal, and they talked about Hudobin being in the in the white paint. That's not a rule. That's not where the goalie is is not a part of the goalie interference rule at all. So I don't know why that's mentioned because he's obviously Hudobin's trying to go and punch the puck, right? Because it's shot towards the net. He knows it's wide, but he's going to go punch it, and he gets slew footed from behind, and he can't make the he can't make the play. That's still goalie interference. It doesn't matter where it takes place. Being in the crease or out of the crease, as the rule stands now, is not a indicator of whether it's goalie interference or not. Well, I, I think you're slightly wrong on this. I still think it was goalie interference, and obviously I'm going to be biased. But the, I think the more important thing was the fact that Mark Stone was taking Haskinen's stick while he was skating forward and pushing it into the back of Anton Hudobin, and I think that is what was the goaltender interference, and not necessarily the the left skate of Mark Stone on Anton Hudobin's right skate. So that's just me, uh, and I, I do I still I understand why they're what they're saying about it because he was in the white paint, and the, you know the, the and let's let's go on a random tangent for a second. So, and I noticed this more and more, and they mentioned this in the broadcast too is that when Hudobin is challenging shots from way out, so he's challenging these point shots, he's almost out of the blue paint. And I thought about this, and I was just like, you know, why would he do that? Why would he have to come out further to make those same sort of saves? And I think the reason why is because he's 5'11". 
right? That's he, def- he's that's not. Why. <laughs> he, he's no. Yeah, he's no Robin Leonard. Robin Leonard is pretty big. He's like six four, six five. He's no Ben Bishop. He's no Andre Vasilevsky. All of those guys are huge. They're tall, and unfortunately for Hudobin, that's just the thing he has to do to try and compensate for his height. Yeah, the, now, those big guys know that the puck's going to come in, and they can just rely on their size and positioning to stop it. But Hudobin right. has to come out like a soccer goalie and punch it away because he doesn't know if it's going to flutter, and if it flutters, it could sneak under his arm or something. So, yeah, it's definitely because he's small. I agree with you 100%. Now, the other thing that you have to realize about Hudobin is that with his – because he comes out so far, it is so super important that he swallows more rebounds than he gives up. And even during the season, he gave up some rebounds, but he was still pretty good. But he has turned on his rebound control in this uh, postseason. Just he seems to swallow just about ninety percent of the shots that he faces from the outside. And then when he does, you know, give up a, a bad rebound or whatever, uh, his pad is there just to make incredible, gargantuan, ginormous. Uh, in the words of Razor, larceny saves. And he did that, especially with his pads today. It was at least three or four, just yeah. in the third period three, alone. Three times it was in like, the third period. Yeah, I was just, dang. After the challenged goal that was unsuccessful. So, yeah, definitely. He, he decided two was as many as Vegas was getting after that. So, he was awesome. Yeah, just what a game by him. It Just absolutely incredible. Um. Let's talk about the other goalie. Um, Leonard looked great, too. Um, he wasn't as tested as much as Hudobin was. So you could say that, oh, well, Hudobin was the better goaltender. And I still think he was. But Leonard still played a solid game. And as I mean, even all the way to the end of the third period, that sh- the save he made on Jamie Benn, even though it was, you know, it was before the time expired, before it even got to him. But still, it was a big save. Uh, either way, so um, both goalies just showed up today, and you know the score was three two, and it was five goals were scored, but still, uh, wow! Uh, yeah, watching it was just a great defensive game all the way around, and you know we were outshot. Uh, let me let me make sure I got this right. Uh, we were outshot forty to twenty six. Yeah, twenty six. I I see twenty three. Either way, we were outshot almost two to one. You're probably right. But it didn't feel like that. Yeah, that's like I was saying earlier. Vegas takes every shot chance they get. I've never seen them try and really make a cross-crease pass. They kind of throw it at the goalie and hope that it bounces across the crease, and then they score it. So there's not much skillful thought behind their offense. It's more of more offense will lead to goals. And honestly, that hasn't been really working out for them in the past two series. I mean... Their five wins in these past two series have all been shutouts. So their offense is still not playing great. So they're going to have to figure that one out. Well, it was really interesting to see the statistic that NBC put up. They said, uh, like, consistent uh, games, playoff wins with, with shutouts. And Robin Leonard was on that list. But guess who also who else was also on that list? Mr. Marty Turco. And interesting random statistic for you. Uh, Marty Turco is the only goaltender in NHL history to record three shutouts 
and lose a playoff series. Yes, I do remember that stat. I could not believe I could not believe that when I watched that series. That was a while ago, but still, when 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 that uh, statistic, you know, when I first heard it, I was just like, "That sucks." Pretty impressive <laughs> to play that <laughs> bad over seven games. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, more about Leonard here. Do you think that last shot by and this popped up in my head when the last goal was scored? Other than holy crap, we won. Um, do you think he's hurt? I don't Leonard? think he's hurt. That was that shot doesn't really. You think it was just hit. that good? So, so if Leonard was hurt, it was his legs, right? So we saw the puck hit his leg. Most likely, it's just a bad bruise, which obviously that sucks. But it was. A high blocker save. Leonard's got to be athletic there, which isn't a big goaltender's forte, and throw his elbow up, and he couldn't get it done. So I think it was just it was just a great snipe. I think Leonard's fine. I think Vegas could go to Flurry next game. Just I don't know because they can. They have two amazing goaltenders. It's so, not but fair. I but I think I think they'll stick with Leonard. Yeah, I feel like Flurry's going to Seattle next. <laughs> like he's just gonna go to both expansion teams. Yeah, what are the chances that would happen? I think they're high now. Actually, I think they're really high. Well, but that's assuming that Robin Leonard resigns with Vegas, which it sounds like he's going. Oh uh, yeah, it sounds likely. But and honestly, Leonard is a fantastic goaltender. I can't believe uh, the Islanders didn't give him what he deserved. And maybe maybe cap was an issue, but they I, I don't I just don't think they wanted to pay him. Okay, uh, so one other thing I thought about that I wanted to talk about was the type of goals that were scored. So in the last podcast we talked about, at least I did. Um, I mentioned that it looks like the two ways that we're going to have to score the goals is one we, we're just going to have to play our style and we're going to have to dump it deep, uh, go get the puck put it up to the defense, take a shot, look for rebounds, or we're going to have to take advantage of the odd man rushes. And if you think about all three of the Dallas Stars goals, what were they today? Odd man rushes. All off of the rush and all on. Well, yeah, the last one was an odd man. It was just, I'm Radulov. I'm going to score. <laughs> well, but he but he had he had time. He had lots he of had time space, and space. And that's what you get on a odd man rush. So Alexiak, did Alexiak things, and what, what a defenseman who is six seven steps up and goes in a breakaway and scores a goal. <laughs> That's yeah, a way to. A, how the about period. those? How about those silky mitts too, though? I mean, forehand, backhand, forehand, put it home. I like it. Right, and then the Jamie Ben shot, which he totally fooled Robin Leonard and got him to open up just for a split second. He just was able to sneak it through. And and let's talk about that real quick. Okay. Jamie Ben used to do that all the time. Like that was his thing. The Art Rossier was the little little flinch, make him open it up and slide it home. That's what he did all the time. So it's really cool seeing that happen again. Yep. And then that last goal, Radulov, that he just had plenty of time and space. So and sniped it. And I was honestly a little frustrated with that part of the Stars game. So we did take advantage when we when we could. And it's great that we won. But there were multiple opportunities that the Stars had. So Again, they had several odd man rushes when you look at the game, and they just didn't take advantage of it. And The one 
specific one I'm thinking of is uh, Como. Co- I think it was like a two-on-one or a three-on-two, one of those. And then he he should have taken the shot. I know he's not a goal scorer, and he's that's not his game, but you still got to take that shot. I mean, even if you just flutter it in and look for a rebound, you got to take that shot, and he yeah. didn't. And instead, he spun back around towards the board and waited for extra help. Yeah, and honestly, I thought the opposite on that. I thought that was a good play by Como because every time he shoots the puck, it's just right into the crest. So, uh, I don't know. It's a calculated risk. I think you're more right. I'm just kind of upset with how bad Como's shooting has been. But, yeah, I think when – especially when we, when we only had 23 shots in the game, when we get a chance to shoot, we, we kind of should have been testing him. Yeah, so that – I don't know. Maybe I'm just being too harsh on Como, but I really wish that he had just now, shot that puck. Yeah, I, I think if I have more faith, even a little bit more faith, like if KB Ronta was out there, I would want him to shoot it. So I think I just have no faith in Como. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, so I just want to see the Stars take more advantage of their opportunities on the rush. Because if that's going to be the way we play this series, and what's great about this team is that we have been able to win games in multiple ways. That so, and it and it's kind of been based off of what opponent we've been playing. So in the first series against Calgary, we were kind of fighting ourselves a little bit, and we kind of finally poked it out in Game Four after uh, Pavelski scored that goal with seconds left, and that was a t- a huge tide in the turn of the series. In the Colorado series. We played run-and-gun offense, and we decided we were going to score full four goals a game, which never happened. Uh, five. Ever. Five goals. five goals a game? Yeah, magic okay. number five. Oh, right, right, right. Magic number five. Um, and then in this series, we're playing more of the defensive-style hockey, which we've been known for uh, all the way back to last, last December when we started really focusing on that identity of the Stars. So... You know, I, you got and we got to focus. If we're gonna focus on that style of the game, we got to see them take more advantage of the Ottoman rushes, and that I think that we it would have made it easier for us tonight rather than waiting for fifteen minutes to just play like forty five extra seconds of overtime before Radulov scored the overtime goal. Yeah, especially I think I think your main point is we, we need to get shots when we get the odd man rushes. So not just we need to finish more because we did finish today. We had the three goals, but you're right. We're still we're not getting shots at when we should be. We're giving it up. We're making we're missing by a mile or we're making stupid passes. So I, I definitely think we need to get more pucks to the net. And I think that is the main way we're going to do it is by telling those lower line guys just throw it and crash and see what happens. Okay, so all right, so the, all right, so it's almost rant time for me. All right, you ready? This is oh a Ryan rant. Right, like like I had the other rant the other day. This is rant two point Okay, what on earth was going on with those freaking penalties in the first period? I was so pissed off. There is two missed calls, huge missed calls. There is a three on two going the opposite way towards our net, and Jamie Ben trying to catch up back up to the play, he was being held by our biggest golden knight, and they didn't freaking call it. I was so pissed off. And if I would have even been more pissed off if that had led to a goal. And 
and man, I'm starting to turn into you and and think of like these <laughs> these refs are like incompetent. And and honestly, and then the second one, there was another one where he they basically threw our guy down. It was way late after the play. Way late. And just threw him down. I, I can't even remember who it was or who like was the victim in it's, that penalty. Yeah, someone slew footing Hayskin in at the end of that behind our net. Right. That's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah, that's what it was. The Hayskin in. So yeah, that, that one especially pissed me off. Yeah, I saw people on social media talking about how oh it was just a it was just an accident. He was going for the puck. You, if you look at it, the foot goes forward and the skate blade comes off the ice while the other one goes back so he can keep his weight. <laughs> you don't do that on accident. You're not gonna knock over an NHL player on ice accidentally kicking your foot forward. So that's okay. I really think I don't know what's up. Why Vegas isn't getting penalties? Maybe just because they're so focused on Reeves, and Reeves has been relatively calm. He I was quiet today. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, mean, shockingly quiet. I don't know really what's going on. Why Vegas isn't getting penalties? But the the Stars' penalties were pretty obvious too this game, so I can't really complain too much about it. If if they're gonna swallow their whistles, I, I gotta say it favors us more than anything. But you're right; it's super frustrating it not being real consistent. Now I will mention that the stars had a lot of missed calls for the Vegas golden Knights as well. There were several, especially in the third period that I was like, Ooh, really? They didn't call that. That's shocking. And so I, I will mention that. So maybe that offsets a little bit, but a, a, again, so if it, I'm not, it just shows if the I'm refs not, are incompetent. They're making dumb calls and then not yeah, calling and, 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 and obvious then, things. So, like specifically the uh, the Jamie Alexiak penalty in the first period, I didn't like that. <laughs> that was stupid. That was so funny. He didn't <laughs> even touch the stupid. guy. He trips over his skates. That was honestly, I didn't. I wasn't even really mad about. After I watched the review, I kind of just laughed. Like, I wasn't sure what to do with myself. And, like, the announcers didn't mention it at all after talking about the other penalty that Vegas got was like, oh, that shouldn't have been a penalty. And this one, Alexiak doesn't touch the guy. And they're like, no, we're not going to mention anything about that. But Ooh, that's not a penalty. Yeah, I don't know. It, <laughs> Can they was, be fined? Can they that, be fined for making fun of the refs? The right. broadcasters? That, that, that was one of the funniest missed calls i've seen in a while so yeah the, now the the rest of them the rest of the penalties we had today yeah the, all those were penalties just the klingberg it I, I don't know what he was thinking it, just a random little I, it, I had to have flipped up on him right probably uh, and and then and then that the como penalty was obviously that was bad that was yeah. really bad, and and I was all upset, and I was just like, Como, you can't do that crap right then. You're up a goal, and you're on the on the penalty kill. You got to dis- you got to destroy it. You got to yeah. destroy the penalty. I mean, he, he knew it too, right? So he head down into the box. So he he knows is is just a mental lapse. And then, and then the the last penalty, the fourth penalty, was just you know unsuccessful <laughs> challenge unsuccessful in quotes i'll say um anything interesting else that you wanted to talk about because i had one thing that i wanted to talk about uh 
Why did bonus get rid of the Russian finish line? <laughs> what? The first two games, they were the best lines on the ice. And he's just like, eh. Nah. <laughs> let's, let's split them up. All right, well, it, let... That frustrates me. And it, all three of them didn't look as good as they did the first two nights. So it... It's just annoying. I, I don't. I don't get Bones' coaching decisions. They're they're they really baffle me. Okay. Well, let's look at it this way. Um, I like seeing those three together because I do. Like it, it's fun to watch them because there are young guys and, you know, maybe Kiviranta is going to be that dynamic forward for us. Maybe he showed flashes of that in the uh, in the game seven win against uh, the Avs. But look at what happened tonight, right? So we scored one goal in the first two games, right? The second game, we there was no sustained offensive pressure whatsoever, except for like bits and pieces every once in a while. Tonight, he switches up all the lines, puts the big three back together, and then they end up scoring two of the three goals tonight. Yeah, well... Uh that's what I was agreeing with, too. I thought the big three should have stayed together the whole time. I don't think they should have been split in the first place. And, like, they score the goals. <laughs> so, I guess good for fixing your bad decision? <laughs> but <laughs> uh, he confused me. The way he changes lines isn't – it's nonsensical to me. The way – the way the way Monty did it, it kind of made sense. You could tell what he was thinking when he was doing it. He was trying to get some speed on a line or trying to make a line more physical. But it seems like Bones just like, huh? Let's let's try that. Let's see if that works. But it worked, didn't it? Tonight it I mean, worked. Yeah, put our three best players on the same <laughs> line. But, it's gonna it should well, score on. a goal. Though, are are those our best players though? Right now, are those our best players? They make the most money, so they are officially our best players, yes. <laughs> okay. In that way, I, I, I can agree with you on that. All right. Um, one thing I wanted to mention tonight is looking at the hits and the fact that Ryan Reeves was not a noticeable factor tonight, which was weird. And the hits tonight, this is the stat for the night. 55 to 42 in favor of the Stars. Seems like whenever we have the advantage in hits, we end up winning the game. And again, I'll say it again. Physicality is the word of the series. Not run and gun like the Colorado series or who first to five wins. <laughs> <laughs> but it's physicality. Physicality is the answer to the game. Yeah, it... It's fun to watch. It's real classical playoff hockey. There's two good defensive teams playing hockey correctly and grinding it out. And that's what the past three games have really been. So, And I know the, the first two games, one team was obviously better and the other team was obviously better than game two. But this game, it, it was a lot of changing momentum. Very it was fun. Yeah, so it's a 3-2 game. So that's we wouldn't call it really high scoring, but it was, it was good hockey to watch. So I, I don't... I don't understand the people saying that this isn't the kind of hockey that they like to watch. Like, if you want to watch 5-4 hockey where it's just three guys on each team that are good and everyone else is slop, like, go ahead. But this is the kind of hockey that I enjoy watching. No, this is this was a textbook playoff game. Like, for the NHL, honestly, I think this is a textbook playoff game. Because you still had 
the physicality that you can expect from the playoffs that that everybody takes it up a notch. And then you still had the snipes in the, from the stars. You still had great highlight reel goals and uh, great shots. And then you still had, you know, those ugly goals that the Vegas Golden Knights scored. Now, on but on paper, does it look any different? No. It, but it was a fun, fun game to watch. And I just hope that this series just keeps going. Honestly, I think we're just playing on borrowed time right now. Because the stars, uh, th- this is it. This is it. I-, I haven't felt this great about a Stars team since 2008. And even in 2008, when we lost in the conference finals, I knew we were going to lose in the conference finals. And this just feels different. It feels it, good. It feels different. It feels good. and It feels right. Just keep doing it, Stars. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please, <laughs> please. On the knees, beg, please. <laughs> two more games right. this series. Let's go, boys. Yeah, I, 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 the very least we get two, and it, it would be nice to close it out in two, but I just don't see it happening. <laughs> this is gonna be a long series, six or seven games, man. All right, you got anything else to say, or can we close this out? Canucks are out, so I'll stop saying it. they're going to be a formidable force in the next you know you know next five years i I can guarantee you that they're going to be great um are you still rooting for the islanders (laughs) no i'm done i'm done rooting for teams (laughs) they keep losing (laughs) the canes lost Uh, the the uh, canucks uh, lost i I quit (laughs) yeah you you keep cursing everybody i know i'm not doing it it's all your fault Go, go lightning (laughs) <laughs> yeah all right uh all right guys thank y'all for tuning in uh this has been sarcastic remarks the only dallas stars fan-led podcast with ryan and chris chambers chris thanks thank you for joining us tonight us yeah, yeah. thank you for joining me tonight no we got a whole production crew yeah which high is high quality which is me production crew <laughs> yeah you can follow us on Twitter at Starcastic Remarks. You can also find our Facebook page at Starcastic Remarks as Chris throws around a frisbee in his room and continues to drop it. And then you can also <laughs> that stupid grin on your face. <laughs> and then you can also find us on YouTube and uh, subscribe subscribe to our YouTube channel. Boom! <laughs> uh, he finally did it. All right, the Stars win with the final score three to two tonight, guys. Thank y'all for tuning in once again, and we'll catch y'all on the flip side. Good night. Green Frisbee.